Stories of the human spirit. Candid conversations about action, passion, and love. The law of action is about living in balance, moving forward with momentum in inspired action. Overcome challenges, create success, amplify your life, and achieve things you never thought possible. It's all waiting for you. If you're ready to break through your fears and live your life in massive action, this is the show for you. He's a best-selling author, speaker, advisor, your host, Mr. Action himself, Rob Actis. Welcome to the show, Action Takers. Glad to have you here. Living the Law of Action is based on my book, The Law of Action. I love to connect with the movers and the shakers of the world who are passionate about the good they do for others and who listen to their hearts taking inspired action every single day. If it's your first time joining us or you've been listening to us for a while, I want to personally thank you for listening in and being here. On this show, my guests are incredible, really incredible. People who are forces for good in the world around them and live a life of inspired action. My co-host today, not a guest, does just that. Today, my friend Samara Bath with Actionista Live and among other things is here to talk about all things action. So Samara, thanks for taking time of your incredibly busy schedule to be here today and welcome. Hey Rob, thank you for having me. I gave you some jazz fingers, little jazz hands action there. Ooh, I saw those. I didn't know what to say. I was kind of speechless at the moment. I've never had anybody do jazz fingers <laughs> on a podcast. So you're up to so many things. Actually, you know, people have called you, you know, they think you're my wife because you're like so action oriented, Ms. Actionista. They're like, oh my God, is that your wife? Well, I'll take that as a massive compliment. So what I want to say is you're doing so much. What What is on your plate right now? Just what can you share with the masses at the moment? I am changing the narrative of living life to its fullest. So we've been morbid, thinking about death, COVID, cancer, all these things that are impacting us in our lives. And I'm thinking to myself, I have this long bucket list sitting on my phone and I'm always adding to it. And there's a lot of people out there who might have a bucket list, but they never check anything off. So I'm here to help make that happen for individuals with Actionista Live. I'm the bucket list Actionista. I love it. That's great. I do. I tell you what, I have been... Uh, I will say since November, crossing off things off my bucket list, the things that I didn't even know were on my bucket list, but just living a fully expressed life. It's been it's been great. I mean, you know, the one thing I talk about in the book is to live every day like you want to be alive. Like that's one of the most important things is to live every day like you want to be alive and to, to live your life with passion and inspired action and not to just to go through the motions every single day of the blah, blah, blah of life. Like it's a precious thing. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think that a lot of people feel like they have to do something because they're told that they need to do it, whether it's a job or chore or get married at a certain age or have kids or buy a house. You have to buy a house. You have to own property. Do you? Do you have to do that? Or can you have condos and apartments and be able to travel or live out of hotels? I mean, there's so many things that you can do in your life. I think we are now Gen Z and millennials. I think we're kind of going into a different direction where people want to take action and do the things that are near and dear to their heart. So I don't know, Rob, I think knowing you so well, being my other husband, that you really do take action in your life on a day-to-day. -day. I do. And this and you is perfect for our topic today, which is going to be letting go. So I believe in all, in order to live a fully expressed, full, 
of life, life, which sounds just really crazy what I just said. I don't even know what that means, but to live fully expressed, you really live every day like you want to be alive. I believe that you need to start with letting go. A hundred and fifty thousand percent. And Rob, you and I know each other well, and we will not get into our personal lives and all the trials and tribulations and the camel humps the roller coaster rides, but this is actually a book that was given to me as a gift. It's called The Language of Letting Go, and it's by Melody Beattie. And it is fantastic because a lot of times we feel like we can't get a, get a, get to a book, to reading a whole book. I just read a whole book at the pool recently. That was a big deal to be able to get to a book. Yeah. This is actually January till December. So each day is an excerpt. Some of the excerpts are short and some are maybe a page, page and a half, but it's really helping you achieve that letting go and taking action in your life and moving forward without it being overwhelming each day. So just taking a little one thing, just that one thing that you do for that day and practice it throughout, which I think is important. I feel like it's, we have to bring it down to your why, right? So be like a toddler. Why, 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 why? Get down to the the basics, get down to the nitty gritty. So this is a nice book for me because it helps me let go of things about myself and the impact and the triggers that others have on me to take action. I love it. I love it. And it's interesting because, and it's interesting because here's the fact. When you live your life fully expressed and you live every day like you want to be alive and you, you trust in the process of life, that everything just happens magically and organically. Here I am talking about today's topic of letting go. And you right there have a book that's on letting go. So that really just double confirms to me that this is the right message to be talking about today. So thank you for having that book. And thank you for being here. I, I think it's so important. Now, you're not going to talk about your personal life. But I tell you what, I will talk about my personal life because I think it's really important to do that. And and I brought up letting go today because it's interesting how people come in and out of your life. And I find it fascinating when you meet someone and then you hit it off with them really well. So my wife and I had friends that were a couple. And this does not apply to you. But there were a couple and they were great. We were becoming great friends. And unfortunately, I don't know why, how the universe did this. But this whole unspoken truth of the way that they that I came across to them. Um, I've never experienced it before. Like they what they were saying was occurring in my relationship with them and my interactions with them was not true was not true and that was being communicated to my wife and i was able through all the text messages because it's things that i was saying over text messages um, actually in a group text message that she's never paid attention to and it was just very interesting how it wasn't true they firmly believe it's true they were adamant about it being true. And they didn't want to be my friend anymore. And I was like, I can't. The frustrating part about this was like, I can't apologize for something that I didn't do. If I make a mistake in life, I I pretty much own up to it. And it's not always pleasant. 
And, you know, I'm human. I make mistakes. I'm saying I'll say something or do something and I will own my shit. I will, I will make it very clear when I make a mistake and I mess up. And the frustrating part was, how do you apologize for something to make things straight and better and even keel when what you've been accused of, you didn't do? It's interesting you say that because that there's been a couple of those situations that have happened with me this year recently. And the truth is there's three sides to every story, right? You've got their side, your side, and probably the truth somewhere in the middle. And that's why you have mediators. That's why you have people that can be in your life to say, okay, this is what happened. I'm reading now. A lot of people do it in, in text and email. This is what happened. This is your side. This is their side. And sometimes it's worth it to apologize. And it's worth it to accept that you may have a, a most miscommunication is the cause of conflict. Oh, absolutely. Well, here's the, here's the, here's creates the thing conflict about is miscommunication. Right. But here's the thing about that. I felt like I was accused of murder. And like, if I just said, you know, someone came to you and knocked on your door, knock, knock, knock. And Samara, you've been accused of murder and you did it one hour ago. Well, I know for a fact you were at your house one hour ago exercising. We were in communication. So there's no way you could have done it. No, you were over in North Phoenix. Uh, no, I wasn't over. And that's what it really felt like. And I did apologize because I, I know that my wife is friends with them and mm -hmm. I wanted things to smooth out. And what happened is they doubled down. So is is clear. How can I I can relay this to say they said that I said the sky was red and it's never been blue and it never will be blue. However, in group texts. It says, I say the sky is blue and it can be, you know, blue. Or, and so that's the thing. And so, you know, my wife is able to look at the text chain and such a stupid thing of what even this conversation is about. But the reason I bring it up is it really upset. Here I thought we were friends and I live a pretty, pretty magical life with people in my life. And I welcome them in my home. I've trusted them. And I apologized and all they wanted to do was continue to beat me up on texts, not even, I mean, directly to me and then directly to my wife, which I guess they don't think that I see her text or something. I don't know what that's all about. But the reason I bring it up is the fact that I had to get in a space because it was really impacting me in a, in a, in a negative way. And I had to get into a space of, wow, they don't want to be my friends. I'm okay with that. Like, it's obvious, like there's just nothing I can do to make things right, whatever it is. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. And, and I'm OK with that. But it was very upsetting. It was having an impact on me. And so this will go back to our topic of letting go. So what I had to do is I just had to sit down and really be calm and kind of meditate on it a little bit. And then what I did was I just let him go. I just let them go. And I don't hold any animosity towards them. I don't hold any anger to them. And what I did, which I'm really happy that I did, I just made it a transition. Instead of like, you know, when you're in a relationship, you end a relationship, and then you just, oh, I just hate that person, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's typical in, in a human dynamic. That's just really common. And, and what I did was I transitioned them. 
So I let them go and I transitioned them from, they were my friends. And the transition is, they're not my friends. If I see them in a social circle, which I will, there's no upset. I can just, I can interact with them as just someone I recently met or as an acquaintance. And it was really powerful to do that because you have heartstrings connected to people. And I just let them go. I just pulled out those heartstrings and I, I let them go. And it, it felt like such pressure was released. And what's amazing about that, as soon as I let them go, something actually happened. There was a shift in the universe. So when I, in my heart and my soul, I let them go. I pulled the threads out and I let them go. There was actually something that actually happened that was significant at that moment. Like it sent a message to them somehow. And so their response was, no response. Our phones are blowing up. Text, 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 text. And then all of a sudden I just let them go. And there's no more texts. <laughs> Are you really feeling like you let them go? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I think it's powerful. And that's why I was glad to have this podcast. Today, because I think it's important to really honor yourself and only allow people in your life that are worthy of being in your life. A lot of people tend to hold on and grab on to people in their life that they're not, they're not worthy of being in your life, such as people that ridicule, ridicule you or, or think poorly of you or judge you or are mean to you or are even none of those things, but they just don't like you. But you feel a sense of obligation to hold on to them and their friends. And I think letting go of, of those relationships is freeing, which will allow you to live every day like you want to be alive and to allow you to get on to living a life where you can start checking off those items on your bucket list. That's right. There's a few things I want to address with what you said. Number one is trial and error. So as you know, I've lived all over the U.S. and Canada due to my uh, husband's career. And so you're always making new friends and you think that someone's going to be your best friend. And then you realize that they're not the person you thought or whatever comes about. And then later on, other people tell you that they were always like this and you, no one told you. Right. So there's lots of things that happen in life. And of course, there is a lot of trial and error. Okay, the second thing is we have to let go of the toxic people in our life because, and I'm not a therapist by any means, I've just been through a lot. Yeah. And so when you're releasing the toxic people in your life, those who don't accept you for who you are, you're just opening up space for those that are supposed to be in your life. That's the universe telling you, you, you gave it a good run. They may not be for you. Now, there's something interesting about that, too, that I have found is someone may not be for you as a friend, partner, a business partner, client, customer, whatever, at that time. But fast forward five years or 10 years or even 20, have you ever touched base with someone through Facebook from high school that you hadn't spoken to in years and they become your next client or your best friend or whatever it may be? So sometimes we have to live 
through those cycles, through those roller coasters, those camel humps we talked about, in order to make space for them at the right time. And that's the universe talking. And I'm a spiritual person. I'm Jewish, but I am not like orthodox and I'm more spiritual and, and religious. We talk about this all the time, Rob. I believe in the universe and that higher power. And, but that, the thing with that is that it's hard for me to let things go because I'm a type A personality OCD person. I agree with you. I think you did the right thing. And they may come back in your life in a different way. They might have some growing up to do. Just a way to look at it. I'm going to leave that as a mic drop moment. Smart. Thank you so much for being here today. I, I love having you uh, as a co-host. And you know what? Can we do it again next week? Absolutely. All right. Done. All right. Hey, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy and precious day to listen to the Living the Law of Action show. I so appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me along my very special co-host, Samara Bennett. To touch your heart, move you, inspire you. And remember, take time out to breathe. Don't let fear stop you. Decide, plan, and act. I'm Rob Actis. You got this. Thank you for listening to the Living the Law of Action show with Mr. Action, Rob Actis. Please rate, review, and subscribe.